Hey, it's Eric G. Around the House is sponsored by Baldwin Hardware. For 75 years, Baldwin Hardware has been known for its first-class quality and craftsmanship in door and cabinetry hardware. As an alumnus of the Baldwin Hardware Design Council, I can say I have seen the details and quality from design to the finished product. If you're looking for a new style and old-world craftsmanship, I can tell you there is only one Baldwin Hardware. Check out what would look great in your home at baldwinhardware.com. It's around the house. One thing about our rig and our system setup is, is like you said, the problem is, is that anybody, even yourself, could go out today and, and buy a rig. And you can be outside somebody's house tomorrow with this science project of mixing chemicals together <laughs> and, and putting it in someone's house. And not I think mean, I saw that on Breaking Bad once, but that's yeah, a whole that's story. Right, yeah, that's exactly. right. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, not, and not know nothing about it, which is because the, the, this uh, Mark, Mark it's not it's not regulated so that, that, that's yeah. the sad part about it is you can go out there and get in the business um very easily and start doing this business one thing about our system when, when we even are launching a new franchise is is if you got inexperienced guys that really don't know what they're doing our system will actually pick up on that when it comes to remodeling and renovating your home there is a lot to know though we've got you covered this is Around the House. Welcome to the Around the House show. This is where we help you get the most out of your home through information and education. Thanks for joining us today. We are going to get into a hot topic right now, which is something we've never really covered on Around the House before. I've got Kevin, and I've also got Chris from Spray Foam Genie. I got two of the best guys in the industry on this. Welcome to Around the House, my friends. Thanks for having us. We're looking forward to it. Thank you. It's going to be great, guys. Well, let's let's jump in and talk. Uh, Kevin, let's start out with you here real quick. Let's talk about your role with Spray Foam Genius so people can put that uh, voice to the name, if you know what I mean. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, thanks thanks for the introduction, Eric. My name is Kevin Long, CEO here at, at Spray Foam Genie. Um, work alongside with uh, our founder, Chris Ryan, and, and his twin brother, Keith. Um, a little bit about me. I, I've, I've grown up in the franchising industry. Uh, my dad had been in franchising for about 40 years. Um, and so I, I got into some different things after college, uh, worked with him kind of coming up in the industry and those types of things. And I was in uh, packaging for about a decade, started a, a consulting business for a while and uh, through a couple of different people and a, a few different channels, um, was introduced to, to Chris. And uh, so I, I had a, a quick call with Chris and he started explaining to me what Spray Foam Genie is and, or, and, and all the, the benefits of the way that him and his brother do things. And so... I got on a plane. I, I headed down to Tuscaloosa. I met Chris and his brother Keith, and uh, right from the the beginning, we, we hit it off. Um, and and we knew that we had something special here. When, when you when you start nice. to look at the the system that Chris built, um, I knew this was something we could franchise and, and take it to to the next level and, and becoming one of the fastest growing franchise companies in the country. Um, so it, it's been a great run. Um, a little bit about my role um, is basically just just making sure that our franchise partners are are content, making sure that they're achieving all their goals, both personally and, and career-wise. Um, and, and my role is just to, to basically lead the team and, and make sure that we're leading everybody to success at the end of the day. So you're herding cats all day long then. <laughs> a little bit of that, yeah. <laughs> I love my contractor brothers, don't get me wrong, but yep. they all got their own personalities, and that's a, that's a, that's a handful, my friend. That's right. <laughs> but we have a lot of fun while we do it, that's for sure. Nothing wrong with that. Chris Ryan. 
founder. Yep. Let's talk about what you got going here because you're the you're the one that started this, right? Yep, yeah. Right. Um, um, been in the spray foam industry now for over 16 years. Um, like I said, I'm Chris wow. Ryan, one of, one of the founders, along with my twin brother, Keith Ryan. We've got a heavy um, construction background. Um, we started out in electrical, from electrical, got into paint business, from paint business, got into building houses, from building houses, remodeling houses. Um, um, got about 25 plus years in construction. Um, from the remodeling, got into this spray foam insulation uh, many, many years ago when it was new um, to the industry. Um, grew it um, for all these years. Um, started out very slow, but every year in this business, it's grown. Um, every every single year we've been in it. Um, figured out some things um, d- during the process that there that there had to be an easier way. Just like any business, anyone gets in, you you're always thinking, man, there's got to be an easier way to this business. Knew it was a great business. I mean, loved the business because me and my brother had done so many things in the construction industry. So. We really like the business, a very positive business for one. I mean, the, the, the mm-hmm. instant gratification from the customer is it's not something they do where they wonder. I mean, is this right. stuff working? I mean, it's, it's like after we encapsulate an attic that's been a hundred and you know, 20 degrees plus, and we, we bring that down to 10 degrees difference in the inside of the home. You know, they notice that immediately. And, and, and you know, if you've been living in, any ha- in a house in any amount of time, you kind of know what goes on with that heating and cooling and, and how it operates. Oh. And so um, with the phone being put in there, it's it's something you, you, you realize immediately. I mean, as soon as we, we encapsulate and leave the home, it's it's immediate immediately. Um, and so I had this business and, and, and um, was trying to um, figure out, you know, what to do with it. Um, honestly, figured out a way to make it easier. Got with a, a, a manufacturer on a rig that, changed everything for us for what we've been dealing with for so nice. many years then we built a software around that um um that rig and then how we moved how we you know our people how we worked our people and everything had an app added added in so we could um our guys could use an app and communicate back through us um so now we've got an awesome rig we've got an awesome software that we had built this proprietary up to us it actually came out of my head um on how we put that thing together <laughs> Um, and then, um, from there, just didn't know what to do with it, do with it. You know, knew I had knew far as our industry, what we were doing, we were very different than what was going on out there, um, in the marketplace, but you know, didn't know what to do with that. Met, had a buddy that traveled all over the world, explained to him and said, man, I've got a great franchise model, man. If, if you could ever get me tied in with some guys that knew something about it, man, I, I'm telling you, if they'd hear me out and just let me break this thing down of what we do and what makes us different. Um, they'd see what we have. And so that's, that's how I met Kevin and, and, uh, and um, Kevin's dad and they flew down, met with us. And, you know, we, we didn't know what to expect with this business. Didn't definitely didn't know that it was going to take fire like it has and, and, and taken off the way it has. But, um, but yeah, just enjoying the ride. And, and, and we've, we've added a lot of great people to our network. And one of our biggest competitive edges is the, is our, um, is our people, the people that we're bringing into this thing is really vetting those people out and bringing in good people, people that, you know, you, you want, you, you're okay with spending, you know, the next, you know, 10 years plus life with, cause they want to get somebody buys a franchise 
you know, you, you ain't just buying a franchise. I mean, we're, we're partners. We're going to be in business, you know, for a long time. We're going to do life mm-hmm. together. And that's what, what we share. We're yep. going to be doing life together with these guys. So we definitely want to pick people that, you know, we, we, you know, we don't mind getting on the phone with and, and, you know, and going hanging out with, you know, and doing life and doing business together. Yeah, that's a that's a whole inner circle thing that you guys are kind of getting all married up in a way that right. uh, like it or not, uh, good times and bad times. And and this is construction, right? So there's always going to be a what happened here or yeah. whatever. It, every day is not perfect. And if somebody's going to give you those kind of roses and uh, they're not telling you the whole story, but <laughs> having a great team is a key. That's right. It is. It is. We we definitely tout that as our, our number one advantage for, with both our franchise partners and, and our home office staff as well. That is great. And one of the biggest problems I've seen with spray foam out there is that, and on social media, I've seen a lot of it where people that are untrained that are, or didn't pay attention to any training, I don't know because I wasn't there, but you look at right. it and go, what happened in that attic space? <laughs> right. What did somebody get cans from the Home Depot and go in there and try to do it? I mean, it just looked absolutely like a hot mess. And you can see how even for somebody that's not trained my like me went, oh, that must have been somebody's first day. <laughs> right. That's right. Right. And and that's that's part of the reason we 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 knew that when we had something here because of the way that we we spray foam, the way that Chris put that rig and that software together. Um, Chris, if you want to talk a little bit about how our software system allows us to always be spraying quality foam. In fact, it shuts down if if the ratio yep. mix isn't on point. Yep. One thing about our rig and our system setup is is like you said, the problem is is that anybody, even yourself, could go out today and and buy a rig and you can be outside somebody's house mm-hmm. tomorrow with this science project of mixing chemicals together <laughs> and, and putting it into someone's house and not I think mean, I saw that on breaking bad ones, but that's a whole other story. Right. Yeah, that's right. Exactly. <laughs> and, and, not, <laughs> and not knowing nothing about it, which because the, the this uh, mark market's not it's not regulated. So that, that, that's yeah. the sad part about it is you can go out there and get in the business um, very easily and start doing this business. One thing about our system when, when we even are a lot, lot launching a new franchise is, is if you got any experienced guys that really don't know what they're doing, our system will actually pick up on that. Like if our chemical gets off ratio, our system will shut down if it gets below a 99.1% ratio. So if you are spraying and you don't, you don't know about spraying, but if you was out there spraying the day and this machine got off ratio, ours would just shut down to keep us wow. from not spraying off ratio foam in someone's home. Um, we also have a, um, a partnership with a company called ACE. Um, so we come do your job for you. Um, this company monitors our data. So, man, we have no control over that company. They monitor that data. If it was off ratio and we don't pass that, then hey, we have to go fix that job. Um, so we pretty much, wow. what we've done, we've regulated ourselves in a market that's not regulated. And so um, that way we don't have none of our franchisees or no one out there that we have to. The, one thing of my worry was when you try to scale this, how do you keep, the quality, how do you keep guys from not spraying off ratio out there? And that is what we've created a way to, to monitor it anywhere in the world to make sure that we're monitoring that data um, on every job. Even our software is so in sync with that rig that if a guy went and oversprayed a job, uh, it, me, me sitting here, I could, I could look at the data and tell you, yep, they oversprayed the job um, and, and, and really, wow. really t- 
zoom in on the problems out there, but we've really, with our ACE and with our rig, we've set that up to where we're not spraying off ratio, where everyone, if you're paying us, you're going to get a quality job. And we're not just going to say that. We're going to back that up with data that we're going to give you to show you that our rig was on ratio every gallon that we sprayed while we was at your house. And then we're also going to um, give you this report from ACE, which is a third-party company that audits us that we pay for to make sure every one of our jobs is audited and done right so that you don't look at a job like you said when you see a job online, you're like, what happened there? It looks like a bomb went off, you know, exactly. yeah. and, and you don't you don't see that, you know, with our company and our guys because we, we are definitely homed in on quality and we're definitely homed in on having ourselves um, held accountable by a third party so that we are regulated in a market that's not regulated. And that is smart uh, because, you know, it's not that I want government regulations to get involved with this stuff because it never seems to work out exactly as planned. But when you can create a system like that to make sure that every job is done with quality, you've kind of got, you know, the, the end consumer in mind there, which is nice. And Quite frankly, you're not having to go out and clean up jobs that are a hot mess either. So it's That's a win right. for everybody. That's exactly right. Exactly. Yep. And so my question, so let's talk about foam for a minute. Cause you know, most people go, oh, there's spray foam, but they have no idea what that actually means and what the applications are. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about here just for a minute and see what, uh, you know, a little education on spray foam 101 for our listeners. Yep. Yep. Chris, that's right in your yep. wheelhouse. I'll, and because that's the thing about it, it's just like you said. Um, um, people say, "Oh, I've had spray foam," like, but doesn't don't really know the details of spray foam. Really know that hey, that about how many different manufacturers out there, and that how many companies that are out there that have a product that's really not even been approved yet, but are, are letting guys go out there and test it. Like I said, it's it's, it's a market that's not regulated, so you could easily yeah. get a company that's mixing some chemical up and let you be their guinea pig and try that out. But you're trying that out in somebody's house. You know, I've yeah. always been a firm believer in even before I we, we developed this rig and our software, I was always really tight on the chemicals. I, I wanted to know what was going on with the chemicals. I wanted to, to track the yields of the product. I wanted to see what was going on out there. And I, and I found so many things over the years that were, I was a guinea pig and that I was having a, um, people, they were, they were making products and sending to me, how am I supposed to know? I mean, I'm just the installer. I didn't make the stuff, yeah. um, but then yeah, you I, weren't, you weren't the chemist that they're playing with it, right? No, exactly. no. So it was very important to me when I realized what was going on, that I would come up with a way that I could track that and make sure that I would never become that guinea pig. And over the years, I, I, I've caught ma many manufacturers and, and it's crazy how many guys will call your companies will call you that's just got in the business and says, hey, I'll, I'll give you this product if you'll try it out. And I'm like, you'll give it. I'm not putting that in someone's home until we do. Yeah. We'll, we'll test it in our shop and, and, and check that out. So sometimes customers have to be worried about these prices they get. You know, if the, it's. Mm -hmm. This is this is not a labor driven business. It's all chemical. It's, it's driven by the chemical. Yep. That's what most of the price is. So if that price is really just the cheapest thing ever, well, you better be, you know, that, that's a warning right there that hey, um, there there, there may be yep. something going on. That may be a product that's not approved. So for a customer base, you really want to find out who's the manufacturer. You at least want to get the technical data sheets of the product that's being 
put in your home because that's very important to know what is what is going in my home that if there is a problem with the product, you know, can I reach out to a, a manufacturer to know hey who this manufacturer is? And even maybe checking the manufacturer to make sure they even sell to that person. If you're leery of the person that's putting your phone in, you might want to check out if they're even buying that product from that company because all phones yep. not the same. If you look at it and you don't know what you're looking at, you don't you don't know what you don't know. But um, as Correct. us as experts, you know, we'll look at it. We'll tell you, hey, that's off ratio. And I'll tell you the scary thing about it is you can't see foam when it's off twenty when it's twenty five percent off ratio. You can't see that. That's by the eye. You're not gonna be able to see that. But it's off ratio. And so this is a lot of money you're spending on your home. You want this to last. You want it to perform. And so um, you got to make sure that you got a manufacturer that'll stand behind their products. And just a, a good manufacturer has been out there many years producing these products. And not it's just some off name or somebody just might have been in in the business in the past nine months. And there's a good chance you're using a product that really hadn't been tested um, out there. But guys will jump right on that because they'll jump on that for that price. They'll lower their price to get yep. the job. And they don't care about, you know, the, it lasting the long haul. Here, here at Spray Bomb Genie, we care about this lasting the long haul. We care about that if you do have a problem, we can back it up with the data so that it does hold the uh, manufacturer accountable. You know, you need something to hold the manufacturer accountable for what's going on. And that is something that we can always hold the manufacturer uh, uh, accountable. I'll let Kevin even speak on our, with Spray Foam Genie, our relationship with um, Rhino Linings, because everybody knows who, who Rhino Linings is. Right. Yep. Yeah. No. We, we have a great partnership with uh, with Rhino Linings. In fact, the the founder of Rhino Linings is is one of our partners at Spray Foam Genie. He's he's one of our investors. Oh, cool. Um, and he's he's our fifth partner here at, at Spray Foam Genie. So it affords us the opportunity to be very tight in terms of their R and D team and their innovation team. To Chris's point. When they do come out with a new foam, we can test it, make sure that it's a good product that we feel comfortable giving to our franchise owners and our franchisees, and also in turn giving to our, our end use customers at the end of the day. Um, it also affords us the opportunity to have uh, best in class market pricing and, and things like that as well, because we're, we're treated as their top customer uh, because of the partnership that we have. Um, we also use eco-friendly and, and sustainable products as well. So not only are we huge on the energy efficiency side of things in terms of re reducing your energy consumption consumption on a monthly basis with the foam, uh, but we're also using water-based closed cell and, and open cell foam to, to, again, go back to that sustainability and energy efficiency. Yeah, I think that's one of the biggest consumer concerns is they just don't know and they look at it and go, okay, what, what is this chemical that I'm putting in my house? Right. And I think you just answered that really well is for some people, you just don't know, but you guys have a of a, uh, a water-based system, it sounds like, that works really well. That's correct. Yep, yep. And so we, we mandate that in, in all of our locations across the U.S. Um, right now we have uh, we have several locations that are open. We have another about 35 that are getting ready to open in the next few months here um, and, and continuing to grow. We're, we're in all the major metropolitan areas right now across the U.S. Um, and then, uh, like I said, we're, we're adding more every week. Um, we just signed on. Um, we're starting to get a good footprint in the, the Northeast with Philadelphia. Boston and uh, North Jersey as well. So we're, we're continuing to grow and having a good time while we do it. Yeah, we are as well on the radio side. We just added three uh, stations up in that uh, in that area ourselves here. So uh, that's great. Good times up in that area. Yes, sir. So what's the difference, you know, for the homeowner that's out there looking at or the contractor that's doing a remodel? 
What's the differences from a consumer level from the open cell to closed cell? I know that's one of the confusions for many people. Yeah. Um, here, here's the, the open cell product is a, is a sound barrier product, mainly used in um, residential homes, in attics and exterior walls. Um, closed cells are moisture barrier foam, mainly used when you're spraying like in crawl spaces, metal structures, anywhere where you would have condensation or anything of like that. That's where you would use um, closed cell foam. Um, closed cell foam is a very dense product. Um, I mean, if you tapped on it, it's like tapping on metal. You, you, it's got a R value of seven um, per inch. So a lot of times you can get by with just wow. using two inches of the product. Yeah. Um, but from an insulation standpoint, neither one of the products is is a outperforms from an insulation standpoint. It's just they're made for different applications. And so um, we, exactly. we just spray the open cell, even though it's a, it's a 3.7 to 3.9 per inch um, on the product. We just spray it to the thickness so that they, they do the same thing from an insulation standpoint. So when you're looking at the products, it's just hey, one of them's a moisture barrier, one of them's a more of a sound barrier. And so whatever you're spraying that against, you know, you want to know. One thing about addicts that, that addicts reason you want to use open cell foam is because if you have a leak you need to know it you, you need that water to come through you need to fix the leak you don't need to mask the leak because that's wood you know wood will rot yeah. out over time so right. it's like you need to so you because one thing about here at spray foam genie that we with all these locations that we're big on is education we're going to educate the customer right about the two products, just like you asked about, so that they really understand, you know, why you want this product. Over here, we're not looking at it as, oh, let me say you close sale because we're going to make more money. Um, we're not, we don't look at it. We let, let, let me explain to you about the two products and why you'd want to use each one. At the end of the day, you, you're the customer, you make the ultimate decision, but we're going to give you the education on it and we're going to educate you on, uh, educate the customers on ratio mixes. Why that's very important that the ratio mix is, that, that the chemical is mixed correctly. And, and we're, we're big on that. So the, the more we uh, locations we open up, the more we're going to educate the, the public on really what's going on with spray foam insulation. And that, that's one of our biggest goals here at Spray Foam Genie. So my question is for the consumer out there, if that ratio of the mix is off, does that mean that the R value is not going to be the same as what what it should be with that? Or what is the what is the end result of that ratio being think, off? Like think think about, about it like this. If you got two products that's being mixed and, you, and I can mix those equally, that means I'm going to make that product the best it can be made. So if I make the product the best it can be made, that means it's going to hold up for the, the longest long haul. It's not, it, it's going to be gotcha. the best it can be. So if it's off ratio and you say it was like way off ratio, you know, yeah. you may not have no R value. I mean, it could be a rich or B rich and, and the, the integrity of the foam now is it doesn't have no integrity. Um, so it really matters about when you're spending this kind of money on your home is to make sure that, Hey, that it's being done right and that there is some, that the, the company that's doing it is trying to is, is trying to track how that's being mixed they have something to go off of um that they're going to give you something paperwork wise to prove that what they've done is right this ain't a product that you want to look at and just say oh that company's been doing it for x amount of years i mean no problems yet because you might be the one problem you know, and you, this is a product that you don't want to have a problem. You don't want to be tearing this stuff out. I mean, you, you can look online and see the stories out there 
where people had to tear it out. And, and that's where foam has got a bad rep. But just know it's just because the foam, there was the ratio mix that they wouldn't pay attention to the ratio mix and it got off ratio. That's what caused the problem. It's an installer problem most of the time, not the manufacturer or the equipment. It's the, it's the yeah. guys installing just being inexperienced and, and really not understanding about the ratio mixes of the product. That makes sense. And yeah, like we were talking about earlier about the, uh, the closed cell foam in a, in a, in a roof structure. I've seen it where somebody went in and did that, sprayed it in there, thought they were doing the right thing and they get that roof leak. And all of a sudden that foam did a killer job on stopping moisture coming through there. Yeah, right. But man, you got some plywood issues because that must've, that's like being an underwater dock. Yeah. You know, it's just completely soaked. And then there's no place for you to track it down until you're up on the roof and going, why do I got a sponge on my roof up here? That's correct. <laughs> right. That's, you're exactly, That's exactly right. right. Exactly right. So is there, are there places that, um, that you don't recommend putting spray foam or does it work pretty much uh, on all exterior places within a home? Yep. When you're um, um, trying to insulate your home, let's, let's talk about a home. I mean, it's so important um, um, that f with the foam, um, is to do your exterior walls in your attic. Get a full encapsulation. If I can control what's going on in my encapsulation and I'm not pulling a, a lot of unconditioned air back into my home, I'm controlling what's in the home. Now that unit's doing what it's designed to do is draw the air in, dehumidify it, put it back out, condition the air. So once I've conditioned the air in a, in a spray foam home, it's conditioned. What happens in a traditional home is you're constantly got all this... It, I'll tell you like this, fiberglass insulation and the other types is all about ventilation, whereas um, yep. spray foam is about encapsulation. And, and so what it is, when I encapsulate that, now I control what's in my environment. The other traditional way, I'm bringing all this unconditioned air constantly into my home and I'm trying to condition it. The problem is I have to keep doing that over and over and over every single day. That's why when it's summertime, you, you have that unit set and you can't never get it down to the temperature. Well, it's because you're bringing out in so much outside air inside that you're constantly having to condition that over and over and over. But if I could cut, encapsulate that, now I can control what's in my environment. Now the unit's going to do what it's designed to do, pull the air in, condition it, and you just don't have to repeat that process just over and over and over. It gets it to the temperature, unit shuts off, saves the life of the unit, cuts down on the dust in, in the house. I mean, it just has so many benefits to get that heat during the summertime out of that attic. And during the wintertime, that heat rises up. What's happening in a traditional home, it's just going right out of the house. And so yep. now I've got it encapsulated, so that heat rises up, pushes it back down. So if you jumped in your attic during the wintertime, it, you'd say, oh, the heat's running in here for sure. You know, but mm -hmm. the glory of that is that even though that it is conditioning the air in the attic, it's not it still drives the cost down 30 to 50%. You know, so you you reap such a benefit, oh, yeah. the foam pays for itself. I mean, you're paying the power bill no matter what. And so um, yeah. by doing this, you cut it down, you pay for it. I mean, the house is so much more comfortable to live in, too. I mean, there's nothing like living in a foam home. Um, I can tell you, once you lived in one, you know you can get that temperature where you want it. Um, you ain't going back and living in a traditional house where you gotta, you gotta get back to dealing with insulation problems. This is a, is a, is a fix for your insulation problems and for a heating and cooling guy. It's a, it's, it's definitely good for his business. Oh yeah. Chris, I was, uh, out, uh, doing a segment for my TV show here about a month ago and I was out at this old, uh, 
1920s house here in Portland, uh, Oregon, where I was at. And uh, it's kind of a historical house and they're gonna be doing a lot of renovations on it. And we did an energy audit on it. So we put the blower door test. Yes. And it was like when we had the blower door and we we're putting a little bit of the, you know, the, the dust smoke powder around the outlets, that air had to be moving 30 miles an hour yeah. as it was going past. Cause it was just whew, whew, flying right past. And I'm like, wow, the, the, <laughs> the air leakage of that house was epic. And it just showed you back in the day, especially in those older homes where, you know, they had no control of the air in that and it didn't have attic insulation. You can just go down the list. There was, it was just basically a, a, a timber framed house that had siding in, in lath and plaster on the inside. And there was no insulation value at all. And the air coming out of that place, it had to have been horrible to heat in the wintertime because oh, yeah. that heat is just piling right out the top of that like a chimney. That's, oh, yeah. that's absolutely correct. It's like this. If uh, and, and with traditional homes with um, insulation, I, I, I share this with customers because they'll get caught up on the R values of traditional insulation. And I said, well, I'll tell you what, we're, we're going to we're going to put an R100 in your attic and in your walls and they're going to be like oh my god yes that's going to be awesome but we're not going to put a front door or a back door on the house and how how do you think that's going to work <laughs> well when you take all the air leaks in a house like you said and you put a blower door test that's what it's like it's like having a door just yeah. wide open and, and now you've, you're trying to condition that that space so if we can encapsulate yeah. that stop that airflow you know, you do an energy energy audit after a completely foamed home. I mean, it's it's below what it should be. I mean, it's it, it's it's tight. And and then a customer says, "Oh, well, the house has got to breathe." Well, because that's tradi- that's traditional thinking that a house has to breathe. What it is that oh, yeah. that unit breathes for the house. That unit's taking that air and in and 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 dehumidified and putting it back out. It's doing the breathing for the home. So a home doesn't. I hear that all the time. It's got to breathe. It's got to breathe. And that now with the foam is so advanced now. I mean, heating and cooling guys, they put, you know, the fresh air systems um, on the units for the fresh air deal. But it's like this. If you're living in a home and you're opening that door a, a couple, several times a day going in and out, I mean, you're bringing fresh air in, in the home. So yeah. um, that's just. Uh, that's and then, like, you know, the, the ERV, the energy recovery ventilator systems is building code in a lot of places in yes. the country. Even on remodels now, if I do a kitchen remodel like up in Washington State, mm-hmm. um, I have to put one in the That's house, right. even though it has nothing to do with my kitchen. It's just kind of the new way of doing stuff. Right. And because we are making homes tighter and tighter and and not wasting energy like we've been doing. I mean, That's great right. example, I was working last weekend on my house here, which is a 1977 one. I was doing some siding repairs. I pulled the siding off and I have that, uh, you know, R11 fiberglass Owens Corning insulation from 1977. That's right. I'm like, wow, look at those black chunks right there. That's a cool air filter. That's right. You know what I mean? And so anytime you see those cobwebs and the black on the insulation, you now have air infiltration right there. It's just what it is. It is. Yep. It is. It's so common. You know, it's, and that's in a newer house. I mean, that's, you know, 60 yeah. years difference from the one I was talking about before and it was still moving through and so that's where I think the spray foam really has its application for really trying to tighten that stuff up and I think it's even smarter for for people that maybe have that 1960s, 70s, 80s, 90s and 2000s home with that garage 
yep. that's down below and that bonus room over the top that's always too hot and too cold. Yes. Mm-hmm. There's ways to fix that now. There he is. Um, one thing about the foam, too, if you have hot spots, cold spots at home, once you using get that attic encapsulated, it, it, it usually fixes those um, problems in homes um, immediately, um, for sure. Yeah. Is uh, How does that stuff, I know one of the fears that I've had from people that have brought it up to me is, uh, how does it work with a fire? If you have a house fire, is that a concern? It's not, um, honestly, you know, how what happens with a house when it catches a uh, fire, The it always, when it gets up to the attic, it usually just ignites because of all that. Like I said earlier, you got so much ventilation that's drawing in from the, um, from the eaves to, to your ridge vent. Yep. So it's got that flow of air. So what happens with that, when, when a fire hits that attic, it's ignites because of that air. Well, with a spray foam house, it's encapsulated. So when yep. it hit, if it comes up in there, hits that, it's, it's not going to burn near as quickly as a traditional home would. And, and I've seen that. I mean, I, I seen one where the, um, um, water heater got hit by lightning and caught a fire. It really only well, burned right there uh, above it. And then it went out. It smoked the house, but I'm telling you, it went out. But if that had been a traditional house in a traditional attic with that much airflow, it would have burnt the house to the ground, you know. And so it, well, yeah. it does. I mean, that makes sense from from that standpoint there. And, and you can look it up. There's several stories where, you know, houses are caught fire. And when it's hit that attic, it's, it's just gone out um because of yeah usually uh, when it hits that attic space it it's it's over and it's almost like putting the lid on your charcoal barbecue and closing the vents right you're just (laughs) smoking it out and trying to put the fire out that way that's right exactly right makes sense yeah makes sense so if somebody wanted to let's say we've got i mean we've got a lot of contractors to listen to this show a lot uh if somebody wanted to become a um, one of the you know one of the franchisees for you guys, what's the process of that? Yeah, the, the process is it's very easy. Um, you just go to our website. There's a franchise opportunity section. Fill out a form. Um, we'll get in touch with you and, and kind of take you through the entire process of what it takes to become a franchise owner. Um, we'll walk you through our investor model, which is is very exciting for the marketplace right now, where. Um, if you if you're looking to make an investment, we'll we'll essentially run the business for you absentee. We we help you get a, a GM and a salesperson, um, and a lead spray tech, and and those people are report are being held accountable by our home office staff so that we're running the business the right way. Um, but that's a, a great advantage for somebody that's looking to to get into franchising without having to spend you know nine to five every day running the business. We'll help run that business for you from from that standpoint. Um, and so yeah, you just go to our website sprayfoamgenie.com. There's a franchise opportunity section fill it out and uh, then you'll be on a, a zoom call with chris and i learning more about the business all right now if you're a consumer out there and you're thinking about getting spray foam what are the things you want to look at um from a consumer point of view before they go over to the spray foam genie site and they're going to get you know like a lot of people get two or three bids out there and, mm-hmm. and of course they see your bid and uh what what should they be looking at? i know we talk, talked about the foam and stuff a little bit earlier but uh what should people be looking at if they're out there shopping for spray foam and thinking about calling you guys up? Well, one of the things I need to be looking at when you're pricing against us be- between the competition is how long has the company been in business? Who's their manufacturer of their chemical? Where's that coming from? And, and making sure they're not just jumping from company to company to company. If they're doing that. That means they're just chasing pricing. Um, and I know to your stand, to a customer standpoint, I'm like, well, I want a better price. I'm glad they're jumping around. That that's not good because you're trying to find a 
product that's consistent that you can stand behind. So one thing about here at Spray Pump Junior, we don't jump around. Um, and I've never done that even before the franchise deal. Um, I, I, I like to find products that are consistent, a good manufacturer that'll stand behind the products. And that, hey, um, that the guy that's installing this, does he does he know how it's being mixed? Does he have any, are you going to get anything at the end of the job other than just an invoice? Um, or is he going to be transparent with you and let you know how many gallons he put in your home, how many gallons the job calls for? And um, was it done right? It, it is the most important question to ask is how are you tracking your ratio mixes of how this chemical is being mixed? You know, and you're going to get all kinds of answers from that. I mean, the, the most common <laughs> one's going to going to be I've been doing this, you know, 18 or 20 years. I know what I'm doing. I've got tons of customers out there. That's one of the biggest ones. That is not. I've been doing it wrong for 20 years. Watch me. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> and not saying these guys are just like their 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 products not close enough on ratio where it's not a good product. I'm not out here trying to knock on every company. That's no, 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 not at all. All I'm saying is, is that you need to know because um, you might. What if you're the one that there's a problem with? You know, what if you're the one? Yeah. You know, so you just want to make sure that the company understands about ratio mixes and how this stuff's being mixed out there in their trailer. Do they have something to hold themselves accountable that they're filling out every day a way to track that? And that's one thing with us. You, we're very transparent about what we're doing, how we're doing it. We're we're not just gonna we're not just gonna tell you all this information and not back it up. We do have the paperwork to back up what we're doing. Our 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 rig keeps up with that data. Our third party keeps up with that data. That data comes in on our software. I mean, it's really how we track everything. Um, that software has nice. things built in that if there was any kind of issue at all, and our issues are issues that, you know, if it was undersprayed, you know, we, we're going to pick up on that immediately because we're not going to underspray a, a customer's job. Um, if it was oversprayed, if there was a problem with the chemical, our software is going to pick that up. We have ways to track that with the numbers. that It'll throw a flag up so we, we know, uh, know that. We're really That's in cool. sync on what we're doing to make sure that, hey, you're, you're spending a lot of money on your home. We, we want to make sure it's done right. We want to be able to back that up that there was ever an issue that the manufacturer would have to stand behind what we're doing. Because what happens is if with the competition, if you um, if you had a problem with your home, you're going to call the manufacturer first and say, I got a problem with this. I need y'all come out here and take care of it. They're going to say, who sprayed the job? They're going to call that yep. company up and they're going to ask them, Hey, hey, how did y'all, would y'all keep up with anything on what y'all done each day? How much you spray, what the temperatures was? Did y'all keep up with anything? Nah, man, you know, I've been doing this a long time. I know what I'm doing. Okay, no big deal. They're going to call yep. the customer back and say, hey, um, well, I'm sorry. You're, um, you're the guy that installed it didn't keep up with no data. There's no proof to show that it, it actually falls on us as a manufacturer. We manufacture it. They installed it. It could be installed incorrectly and it could be an off ratio. So, now, now it's the um, the name blame game that um, hey, whose fault is it? And that you don't want to be oh, in that yeah. spot there of wondering who's nobody fault wins. Is. You no. want to know that hey, and, I'm covered at the end of the day. And it's equally no as important for your contract contractors out there in the audience as well for to to know that when when your job is done, when your commercial building's done you're doing a dormitory or a hospital or things like that, um, we're going to give you that report to show you exactly what was sprayed and exactly the ratio mix each and every time, which is huge for the inspectors and, and the contractors as well. 
Oh, just even on the as the business owner on the liability side, mm-hmm. going, see, we did it right. Boom, exactly. here's the paperwork that shows it. Yep. That's money right there, and and it gives that peace of mind to the homeowner, the building owner, the inspector, the job site superintendent, all the way down. That's right. That's exactly right. That's right. So, guys, where do people track you down? What's uh, what's the best place to find you guys? Uh, best place to, to find us is, again, that, that's Um there, We have a map up there to show you all the locations that we have across the United States. Uh, we will be in Oregon, hopefully very soon as well. Um, but, nice. uh, but yeah, you, you go on there, you fill out your form. Our uh, We have a call center and then a, a, a lead estimator in each one of our locations um, that's local to the area. And so they'll come out and, uh, and get you that estimate, and we'll take it from there. But, yeah, just go to the website, fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you ASAP. All right. Is there anything we missed today, guys, that we didn't talk about? Um, I think we covered it. I think we did. We really appreciate the time, Eric. We appreciate you having us on. This was a lot of fun for us to uh, to jump on with you today and, and talk spray foam. Hey, I appreciate it. Chris Ryan, Kevin Long, Spray Foam Genie. Check these guys out. And, uh, Maybe if you need to have a franchise here in Oregon, guys, you know who to call now. So that's I think right. there's a great business opportunity that's in my backyard at least, right? <laughs> that's absolutely right. And We'd love to have you as a partner. That'd be great. All right, guys, there we go. I'm Eric G, and you've been listening to Around the House. Hey, it's Eric G from Around the House. Are you planning a decking or siding project this year? If you are, you've got to check out my friends at Millboard. Millboard is a completely different kind of composite decking and cladding that enhances outdoor spaces with enduring distinction. Hand molded from the finest oak, it realistically mimics the natural grain and color of premium hardwood. If you're looking for something that doesn't look like plastic and instead real wood, check out millboard.com. Make sure and check out that interview we did just a few weeks back. That's millboard.com.